Hey everyone, if you're listening to this, we have just switched over feeds. So those of you on the iTunes subscriber list, I'm going to ask you to do something real quick right now. It'll just take a couple seconds. Go on to iTunes, search for Censored Gamers Say. Once you've gotten to our podcasting page, click the subscribe button. So you're receiving updates right now because you still technically have access to the old feed. We decided to update it one last time with this message, but afterwards we're going to stop updating it, which means you will not get our episode anymore. So now please take the time to resubscribe to us on iTunes, and while you're there, why don't you give us a review? That'd be pretty helpful. Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome. You're listening to the shit philosophers, developers, enthusiasts, idiots, bestest bugs, gamers say. pressure is on every time we have to hit that button Ugh. i'm never sure if i'm gonna make it it's and like then we sink it's like in lost where the guy keeps pressing the button yeah i've never seen lost neither have i but okay so there's this button oh there's this button All right. in the woods and every so often so there's a, a countdown timer and at the end of that timer the button flashes and then they press the button. They don't know what the timer does, and they don't know what the button does, but they keep doing it just in case if something sh- like happens. Is that before or after the polar bear was introduced to the show? God, I don't know. The the smoke monster. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't get. I, I don't know what happened. No one knows what happened. Actually, even the people who watched it don't know what happened. It's because it didn't actually happen. You're listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. This is the podcast for the week of August, what would be, 6. Do that math in my head real quick. August 6, it's September. 2015. September. Hmm. <laughs> cut it. Nope, don't cut it. Don't actually cut it. It's September 6, 2015. I'm your host, Joe Boda. With me today is Peter Samine. I didn't play that Ugh. game this week. I know you didn't. But God damn it, you should. God uh, damn it, you should. I was going to buy it at t- Target, but then there was Madden instead. Not really. I wasn't going to buy it, but, you know. There, you weren't. I went to you, this But entire, you did get like, Madden, right? No. So oh. I, <laughs> I didn't buy anything. No, I, there, they had this entire setup with, like, big billboards and everything for Metal Gear. And then you walk up. There's no copies of Metal Gear. It's just full of copies of Madden. And I and I went through that entire store, didn't find any copies of Metal Gear. I was like, so why all of the advertising? I don't know. That's inter- that's interesting to me that they wouldn't have enough. I didn't realize games got sold out. I don't know if they're sold out or if they just didn't have them on the floor yet, or maybe they had them someplace else that I wasn't looking. But uh, yeah. I mean, but the place that you looked at it should have been there to begin oh, with. It totally yeah. should have been there. In a perfect world, 
perfect world populated by bipedal killing machines <laughs> armed to the teeth with nuclear missiles. I'm just going to jump into it. I played a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five. That game is like the game of the decade easy right now. This game, this game, Peter. Yeah. It's just, I just don't, they, they took everything about Metal Gear and made it like really fucking fun. Like, so I feel like Metal Gear has always had some kind of, to a degree, jank in its controls. Like not, not nearly as bad as some more niche titles, but. Joe, it's bad. Yes. Okay. The, the jank's bad. Yes. Okay, I would okay. suffer through every segment of those games just to get to the cutscenes and be like, oh, thank God I didn't have to play that again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it is a, uh, it's not intuitive. Some of the controls are outright bad. Uh, I mean, I personally didn't, I, I adjusted to them. I acclimated, but some people obviously didn't. Um, this game is fun to play. It is, it, it controls well, really well. And, you know, it, it's one of the whenever people would ask me how I would describe Metal Gear Solid as like a genre title, I would always say like, eh, it's like arcade stealth. Like it's stealth, but it's not real stealth. You know, it's not like a Splinter Cell or anything like that. No, there's a lot of liberties afforded you. This game, it, this is an action game. This is this is Ko- Kojima has finally lived up to the name of like tactical action game or whatever the fuck tactical he subtitles action action yes it's finally actually has action in it and it's action that feels good like you can play this as a third person shooter very easily oh um, dog oh yeah oh yeah and there's a dog in it too the dog's great it's uh oh, there, it's just fucking fox? really good uh, there's not. I have not seen a fox yet. There uh, might be a fox. There are no foxes, unfortunately. Oh man. Um, so, what about me? You think I would like it? Because, like, as I said, Metal Gear's like when people start saying like, "Oh, most of it," like, there's almost no story. It's mostly gameplay. And then I was like, "But I don't really like Metal Gear gameplay that much." Like, will I still like it? So that's what makes this game actually really interesting to talk about because I think you would like the core mechanics that the game has. I think you would very much enjoy it. Um, you know, it, cause it actually controls well and there is, there's stealth, but also action. The game is built around improvisation. So if you fuck up, there's always like an out that you can take, you know, whether it be whipping out your fucking machine gun and just, you know, cutting people down um, it's not quite as unforgiving if you get caught, though it can be tricky. That being said, the story... So, yeah, the story... I'm going to be honest. The story is not as substanti- substantial, I guess. So, the best way I can put it is it's not as crazy. Um, the game is much more serious, but I don't necessarily feel like it's too far up its own ass it's really hard for me to say like Uh. because there are themes now (laughs) i feel like metal gear has always been devoid of any kind of thematic you know idea that it was working towards it was always about like just bullshit insane japanese anime uh now i actually feel like some of the stuff revolving around revenge which is a big theme in this game is actually like really well done um 
you don't hear a lot from Snake. You hear a lot from Miller. And it's really interesting because Miller loses his leg, his arms, or his arm, and his eyes get fucked up. And he's just like a dick the whole time. Hmm. He's like, he's like, no, we need to fucking kill them. And Snake's like, nah, maybe not. And then Miller's like, no, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. So, right on my face. I, I guess what I'm saying is there's there's a lot more characterization and it's more meaningful this time. Yeah. So I think I enjoy the story beats, you know, in that sense, in a more serious kind of like just action movie sort of sense. But at the same time, it is not as ridiculous. So I don't know. I just I do like the story, even though there isn't a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And Kiefer Sutherland is increasingly seeming like a waste because yeah, he doesn't talk a lot in the game, but he talks a metric shit ton in the tapes. Like the cassette tapes you get, he talks way more in those, and I don't know why huh. they decided that. I feel uh, like they just got a bunch of B-roll from him and then realized that they couldn't put it anywhere in the game, so they just allocated it to the cassette tapes to get their money's worth. Probably. Yeah, they... You know, once you get a big uh, star like Kiefer, you can't really get him in for re-recordings and stuff like that as you could with a, a lesser-known voice actor. Yeah, that being that being said, I think it kind of works. You know, again, uh, Big Boss, you know, he just got out of a coma for nine years. He has a big fucking piece of shrapnel in his head. So, you know, it's... It, it almost seems understandable that he's a more silent protagonist. So I I don't know. It's I I at the end of the day I'm just making excuses for this game, but <laughs> I really do I really do like in addition to just the gameplay being really fucking good, I also do kind of enjoy what the story is trying to do even yeah. though it's such a far departure. Like if this was its own game, it would also be really fucking good and maybe a little bit less disappointing. Um, because you wouldn't be expecting some of the Metal Gearness to show through. I feel like you could say that about a lot of the Metal Gear games, because like, it's clear that Kojima just wanted to make something different, so he would make something different and then slap the Metal Gear name on it. Yeah, totally. And yeah, and I feel like this is just kind of his last like, yeah, I wanted to make this kind of game, but I got like so absorbed into my own fucking fiction that everyone yeah. else was pulling for me to do that I did that. Um but yeah, this game is also really fucking long. I'm on the hour That's what I've heard. I'm on Okay, so there's about I believe there's like 50 missions. I'm on mission 15. Guess how many hours I'm into this game? Um so you've had it for a week? Yes. And then we had the long weekend. 30 hours. Uh, 20 hours. Okay. Which is still, given the fact that it is not quite a third of the way through the game, 20 hours is a lot compared to past Metal Gear oh, games. Oh, yeah. That, the game would have been over by now. Exactly. So, <laughs> it's... Uh, I, I need to play more of it. There's just... There's a lot of meat to the game. The game just has a lot of meat. It's not like go from mission to mission. It's like, oh, yeah, there's all this side shit you can do. And it all feels unique in its own sort of way. Hmm. You know, it doesn't feel tedious. Totally. So. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna play it eventually. You know, I just got to get through the other ones. But the thing is, you know, with these games, I get into 
moods where I want to play them and then moods where it's like, oh, I really don't feel like stealthing. Yeah, if I could make like one recommendation at this point is with, so Peace Walker. This game builds off a lot of what Peace Walker did. Yeah. Um, I almost am real tempted to say play four and then watch like the three hour movie on Peace Walker. Honestly, like, I know that feels like a cheat, and I know you have Peace Walker. But the trophies. I mean, yeah, that, you, well, those trophies are hard. Well, those trophies are hard to get, kind of. Well, they're all the like story, bronze. The story, ones. the story ones are all like bronze. That's, that's cool. I'm cool with it. Get, okay. Get my numbers up. I don't care. There's like six of them, and they're all bronze. Yeah, give me six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll at least I try know. playing it before I resort to YouTube. Yeah, no, it's it's not that I don't think Peace Walker is a bad game. It's just it's an equal. It's a time sink. It is also a time sink. These both both of these games, Five and Peace Walker, are huge time sinks. Which is such like a departure from the rest of the series. And I think a big part of that is they introduce RPG elements. Peace Walker had you building Mother Base. And with that, you could, like, recruit guys and research tech and shit like that. This one has all of the same facets, except now there's, like, so much more. There's just so much more shit, and there's so much more resource management. And, you know, it's not necessarily, like, tedious. You know, it's pretty straightforward to do, but it occupies a lot of your time. Like, just kind of wanting to watch the numbers get bigger. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So... I mean, it's a fucking. It's so fucking good. It's it's been on my mind like every day in class, which is a terrible thing. I've not <laughs> had a, a an obsession, so to speak, with a game like this in a long time. It's restoring my childlike wonder. Oh man. <laughs> I That's kind of no, scary uh, for me, though. Is it? Are you afraid that you're gonna get sucked in? Not even that. Just um. I just find that games that are long these days, I just don't ever end up, I just never end up finishing them. That's a fair point. Yeah, it's. I think it could probably be beaten a little bit faster than I'm playing it. I've just been pursuing a lot of the side shit. But yeah, it's. I, I think it's worth trying for you. And if it hooks you like it did me and apparently like 3 million other people then, you know, maybe it'll be worth your time. I think it's a fun game, though. I legit have fun playing it, so. Okay. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll probably, at the rate I'm working on it, I'll play it in, like, five years. I mean, that's <laughs> how long it took for it to come out, so, you know, <laughs> you're in good company. <laughs> um, Otherwise, I pre-ordered Fallout 4 for, like, 35 bucks. Yeah. That's so how now you do I just it. Need- I know, right? I uh, got my 20% off on Best Buy, and then they gave me like $15 uh, coupons because I spent so much money with them. Yep. So I need to beat Metal Gear Solid Five before that game comes out because then that game will like sink all of my time. And then a week later, Battlefront comes out. That's the one I've got pre-ordered. See, ev- all the like long-ass time-consuming games are coming out in this really short period. Oh. We this might to, be the year. We need to play Battlefront. <laughs> we do. I. We gotta. I, I bought a headset. I, everyone I know is getting it. 
Oh yeah, my god. Everyone yeah, you I did. Know, yeah, everyone I know is grabbing it, yeah. Oh. Shit, dude. Shit. Just shit. It's the game. It's the shit game Mers talk about. <laughs> uh. when, when I was at um when I was at Target, I saw that they had all of the new Star Wars toys in, in anticipation for the movie. Ooh, so like just plastic figurines, like hero the, stuff? Any, literally anything you could ever think of and things you would have never thought of, they've made toys of it now for Star Wars. It's just an onslaught. Like, there, I saw an article online that compiled everything, and some of the stuff you're just like, what? Like, they made that? There's like a Chewbacca-like spin top that spins, and it's like, oh, he's Chewbacca because he's a spinning top or something. There's Chewbacca Furbies. There's... um. I thought you were going to say furries for a second. I was about to tell you to slow down. <laughs> I don't need the, to hear about uh, that. There's just so many. There's lightsabers from literally every like Jedi you can think of, not just like, oh, the new Jedi. It's like, yeah, even pre- uh, ones for the prequels. Like, if you like Anakin, here you fucking go. Like, <laughs> Here's your fucking Anakin, you fucking idiot. Yep. Fucking prequel and fucking <laughs> piece of shit. And then they had new Lego sets, including a new slightly modified Millennium Falcon that I contemplated buying. How is it slightly modified? I saw the box. I wasn't sure. It's uh, as far as I can tell, they just added more bricks onto it to give it a little bit more of wear because you know it's supposed to be older in these new movies, so they just oh, made okay. it look older. Like it literally, that makes sense. if you look at it, it's basically the same model. Like all the like base of it is the same. Just they added shit on top of it to make it look old. How much was it? Uh, one hundred fifty. The same price that I paid for the. The old one. Okay. Well, I mean, that's not too bad then. As long as they're not doing some, like, limited edition bullshit and then justifying charging, like, $50 (laughs) more for it. No. And uh, I also saw they had these, okay, they had, like, Bionicle-style Lego uh, Star Wars uh, action figure dudes. And most of them, in my opinion, did not work because... Bionicles, like they look inherently, you know, metallic. They look like machines, kind of. And most people just don't look like machines. Anakin as a Bionicle doesn't look right. But one character, there's one character in the Star Wars universe that looks great as a robot. You know, C3PO. <laughs> well, they didn't have one of him. Well, that's bullshit. They had. What? Well, they most of them were only Jedi or Sith. It was Grievous. Grievous looked fantastic. Too bad I don't give a shit about Grievous. <laughs> I like Grievous in concept, not in execution. <laughs> oh, yeah. A, a big robot that has, like, a smoke cough. Yeah. And he has fucking four lightsabers, and they're all from, like, the Jedis he's killed. Oh, yeah. He's not even a Jedi. He can't even be a Jedi. He, was he technically a Sith? I thought I he couldn't so. be a Sith he's, for some reason. I don't, I don't he know. He can't use the Force. That's why. Yeah, he can't use the Force. He just basically just uses them as normal weapons. And, like, from what I can tell, the only parts of him that are human are, like, his internal organs and, like, maybe his eyeballs. Mmm, eyeballs. Mmm. <laughs> I mean, huh. I don't have a lot to say. I, when is the new movie coming out? December. That's so far away. I know. <laughs> I can't wait. Why is it so far away? I didn't realize the hype the hype train started like a year three, ago. Two, well, it started a year ago, but they didn't start releasing like all of the trailers until 
Like, when was the last trailer released? Was that uh, like two months recent, ago? Pretty recent, like a few weeks ago, I thought. Was it a few? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I feel like it was like at least, at least three weeks ago. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've been ignoring them because I don't want to see anything. I just want to go in su- go in surprised. So. I mean, I've literally extrapolated nothing from the trailers other than, oh yeah, these are characters, and these are characters. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yep, okay. There's a black stormtrooper. There's yeah. a and that's there's the that's Millennium Falcon. That's why I just, you know, I just want to go in. I don't want to get overhyped. I've gotten overhyped for things and then just been like not that happy about it. So, I mean, I, 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 I agree with your level of caution, but at the same time, like just given the pedigree of who's making the movie, it's going to be a dumb action movie. Oh yeah. It'll be great. It'll be great. But I I I think it'll be fine. I want to go in blind, but relatively blind. Relatively blind. I mean, you already know shit now. Yeah. I mean, I know what has trickled down to me. Yeah, everyone whining about, oh, Han Solo's in it. That's a spoiler. I don't want to know. It's like, of course he's going to fucking be in it. He was in in the announcement photos when they said, here's the cast. Like, who do you think he was going to play? I, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) uh, I don't know. Like, fucking... Han Solo's twin brother <laughs> who is genetically modified at birth to have all the recessive genes. <laughs> I mean, That'd it makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, Hideo. Oh, God damn it. Just, uh, anyway. Well, yeah, we're all looking forward to that. Yeah. Some point. Um, Joe, I played Grow yeah. Home. Okay, I cannot wait to play Grow Home. I cannot wait to play that game, but I know you have a sad tale behind it. I played through half of Grow Home. That's you're like almost four, done. It's like four or five hours of Grow Home. Oh my goodness, I was yeah, you're almost done with it. I was collecting everything. Like I was like, I'm only doing this once. I'm not coming back for bullshit. I'm collecting all the little thingies. <laughs> it's an okay game. I'm having fun with it. There's save like there's checkpoints. There's like these little like hubs you get to. It's like okay, when you die you go back. Okay, cool. That's great. I love checkpoints. I'm so glad this game saves automatically with these checkpoints. Game crashes. Those weren't fucking check those weren't save points. The game doesn't have an autosave. You have to manually save in the menu. That's so dumb. Like, like how? yeah, like like you have checkpoints. Why not just make those safe points? <laughs> like, oh, what is going on? You've already dedicated the time to like just preserving game progress. Why not? That yeah. is amazing to me. That's really actually fucking amazing to me. I lost all that, and I haven't gone back to it because I'm just so distraught about like all the time I wasted. <laughs> so you're telling me that you can't grow back home? Uh, I don't know. I might go back because like. You're basically riding giant plant penises. Yes. Tell me more about the plant penises. <laughs> There's a <laughs> So basically you're trying to grow out these buds that um out of these giant plants to get to like nutrients and stuff and then the plant will grow taller and you're trying to get you're, you're trying to get to these places to collect these flowers and you're a robot. 
And you have to climb these plants. Uh, most of the game is climbing. And the way that you get the plants to get to their nutrients is to have them grow, like, sprout, like, sprout, like, extensions from them. But when you're riding and control, when you're riding this, the extensions out of the plants, it just looks like you're riding a giant dick. That is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I'm so hyped. I need, uh, it's, I want to. I want to play this game. The whimsy just, it just magifies me. Is that it's, a word? It's, it's a word pretty now. nice. It's, it's, I mean, it's good. It's, um, it, it's clear that it was made on a budget with a small team, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty fun game. It's, it's a nice little thing. It seems like, it seems like a good modern day Noby boy in the sense of this is the game you show, to a girl you bring home and are like, <laughs> you look how stupid this is. Yeah. And then they're like, you're fucking weird. And you're like, I know. So that didn't work out for me this past weekend, though. Oh, you tried to do that? You tried well, to grow somebody's home? No, I didn't show them anything, but I had a girl over this weekend. And I thought everything was going great. We were having fun. We were talking. And then she hasn't texted me once. And I texted her twice being like, hey, what's up? And she hasn't responded, but she has an iPhone, so I can see that she saw the message, but she's not responding. So clearly, maybe it didn't go as well as I thought it did. <laughs> no, you should just totally keep sending messages and be like, I know I, I know you saw it. I know you saw it. Why aren't you answering? Uh, just like fucking fuck this shit. That's how it works, right? See, I don't want to be a weirdo about it. See, I'm, see I've only sent no, her No, don't two. be a weirdo about it. You're doing the uh, right thing right now, and- I've only sent her two messages. I'm basically going to send one mess- one last message. Means like, hey, I had fun. I I'm guessing you didn't. It, I'm sorry if I upset you. Um, this will be my last message unless you respond. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me. I almost wouldn't even do that. I honestly just would not like send anything at this point. Like the I the guess, balls but, in her uh, court. I don't know. It's just so weird because. I could have swore we were having like a fun time. Like I don't maybe I did something late in the night that I don't remember. But I remember everything though. Like I w- had a few drinks but I wasn't like super drunk or anything. It was enough to just like have fun, you know. I mean, yeah. That's interesting. Maybe where did you, you met this girl through I believe to be the traditional means? Through the traditional means, I uh, you know, I went to the library and she was there. And oh, you had to talk to somebody. No, I was tender. <laughs> uh, always tender. <laughs> yeah. The traditional means we we met we met as school children. We went to the supermarket in- and she was checking out. She she dropped her milk and I helped picked it up. And as I picked it up, she also picked it up and our hands touched and we locked <laughs> eyes. And I'm like, "You dropped your milk," and she's like. Thank you. <laughs> and then you leave only to realize 20 minutes later that that was true love. And then you run back to try to find her. But alas, she is gone. Ugh. And so you stand by in your house revisiting that. Well, revisiting that supermarket every day for the next 20 years. One day hoping to encounter the lovely blonde haired blue eyed woman that you saw before. <laughs> And then one day you see her, and she's with her child. Hmm. 
Uh, you see, like, and then you uh, realize that that was actually her twin, <laughs> who had all of the recessive genes, <laughs> and that the real one was on some fucking island in Alaska, plotting to launch a nuclear holocaust. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't keep going on. What I, about I, the I, perfect? I, what about the perfect mix? The the perfect mix, the uh, solidus, the uh, yeah, no, she was uh, Hil- that's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> the next president of the United States. Oh no, no, no! Well, I, I, oh yeah, well I guess yeah, it would yeah, go in line Solidus with the story. Was, yeah, exactly, God Peter. Oh. I'm not. That's not an endorsement for Hillary. Please hear no. you, me. <laughs> yeah, please no. God help us. I'd rather have Trump. I, I don't think I would. Mm. At least mm. that would be fun to watch. Yeah, that would be fun. It'd be fun to just like watch our country go up in flame. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> nothing would happen. Literally, nothing would happen. Yeah, nothing, nothing would, would happen because there's too many checks in place for shit to actually happen. Right. He would just be an asshole, and then everyone's like, "I'm not playing ball with this asshole." And then that's <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of it. He's a lame yeah. duck president for four years. Yep. Uh, but speaking of uh, lame duck presidents and having just enough drinks to have fun, uh. I think I think I might die, Peter. I think I'm dying. Really? I this past weekend, the four day weekend did not treat me well, or it treated me well, but it didn't treat me well. I drank. You know what's really hard is going what? out with like friends who have not drank at all. What they haven't that, drank at all that, that that week. So like I went out Thursday and I did Chumleys, which meant I drank a shit ton. One guy there was just ordering shots, and every time I felt obligated to meet him there, he was enabling me, because I'm like, I need to I need, I need, need to show up this ROTC guy, or I need to be on his level. So I'm just pounding shots with this motherfucker, and of course, naturally, the next day, I felt like, I felt awful. But, I was going to rendezvous with another friend of mine, and she had not, like, gone out at all that weekend. So, or that week at that point. So we go out, and I was, at that point, I was feeling pretty sick, and I had a friend with me who she wasn't necessarily feeling like drinking a lot, and so I'm like, okay, we'll keep it mellow, we'll go to the Thirsty Scholar, which for those of you who don't know, the Thirsty Scholar is like this jank-ass backdoor bar that no one goes to. Except for John I don't know Hogue. why. Except for John Hogue. John Hogue, that's probably the smartest decision that man's ever made in his life. <laughs> like, every, every fucking endeavor that he takes is a colossal fuck up but his endorsement of the thirsty scholar is perhaps the smartest decision he's ever made because that is a low ass low key mellow bar that I can get behind especially when I'm hung over as shit but we get there and my friend's already there and she's like why did you choose this bar like obviously upset that I would choose such a mellow awesome hole in the wall place and it was at that point, she's like, we're going elsewhere, or we're going to go bar hopping. And I'm like, I guess I'm in this now. And so naturally, I drank a lot more than I meant to. Hmm. And I st- stumbled home. And then I think I, I stayed sober Saturday, Sunday. But, th- like, that's just the thing. This is the problem with me having what is essentially a four-day weekend every week, is that I got plastered Thursday, Friday, and... Saturday, I was already ready to call it quits. I thought Saturday was Sunday, <laughs> Peter. I was ready to go back to school, and then I realized, no, wait, 
Monday is Sunday because I don't have classes Monday. So I have three days left in the weekend and I'm already like broken. Jesus. And to top it all, so I like got through Saturday, Sunday playing like video games and doing homework and shit. And then Monday, the Buckeyes play. So I have to go out drinking for that. Of course I do, right? Also, I have a paper due at 8 a.m. Tuesday morning that I had, like, just barely gotten done. And I'm like, okay, time to celebrate, I guess. And I go out. I'm like, I'm only going to drink a little bit. And then, of course, fucking ROTC kids there have to meet him, kind of. And I ended up drinking, like, five beers. Four (laughs) beers? I don't even know how many anymore, Peter. So, yeah. And then I woke up this morning and, like, Basically, my body wanted to exit just the world. It wanted to just, I just purged. And now I'm normal, I guess. I don't know. I got a good run in. That's good. This this is good. It's, I need to stop. I need to stop, Peter. Get the banners. This is an intervention. Daniel's texting me. He's probably upset that I'm so loud all the time. (laughs) I try not to be. You busy or drunk? I'm neither. I'm busy. Oh, yeah, because he's probably at... So, Daniel's in the marching band, and he probably just got off the bus coming back. Bus! Bus coming back. Now he wants me to drive his sorry ass home. Uh. That ain't happening. No. I guess. We've got too many podcasts to podcast. We have so much podcasts left to podcast. The cast, the pod... To cast the pod, but you know, you know what kind of cast sucks, Peter. A, I don't know. A, br- a broadcast. Outcast. No. A broadcast. No. Broadcast. Outcast is okay. Broadcasts Broadcast. suck, especially when they're on YouTube. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, really? Uh, uh, wait, what's they're wrong not with good. Them? It's not good. So I have not used these yet. You need to tell me. I have used them. It's basically just as bad as Twitch. If not a little bit worse. So, uh, they first, of course, they have their top trending game list, which, okay, that's to be expected. That's kind of how Twitch does it now. But they also have it so that you can add games to, like, your playlists. Like, you you can follow individual streamers, as you can on Twitch, but you can also follow individual games. Uh, for reasons I don't know. I guess it's just easier... To keep tap, I don't know. I don't fucking know. That's a weird feature. The point being is, it tries to integrate with people's YouTube channels, but it doesn't. I don't know. The. I guess the best thing I can say about the YouTube gaming streaming shit is that the interface is not at the interface is kind of bad, but it's not nearly as impossible to navigate as Twitch is, you know, because Twitch has a lot of, like, pages that don't go to other pages, and it's not as very well, like, linked together. Yeah. The web-like structure sucks on Twitch. YouTube, it's a lot, a little bit better in that respect, but otherwise the interface is just kind of jank. It's just kind of weird, and it doesn't really solve any of the issues that I have with Twitch. So, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Why do we even have this? Why? Like, wh- I don't know. I, w- I wonder how, like, I wonder how popular this will even get. And I say that because, you know, PlayStation does not have the streaming 
to YouTube that I know of. And uh, I'm not sure adding, if the Xbox... They're adding... They, play, uh, PlayStation's adding YouTube streaming in the next update. Okay. Uh, Xbox that, that has not help. announced anything yet. Okay, so then that might help it a little bit, but otherwise, like, it just didn't seem... It's one of those things where you already have to manage certain broadcasts, so, like, why even fiddle-fart around? Like, Twitch has been the go-to for a lot of, like, streaming events. Yeah. And when you introduce YouTube, you have a whole other section of shit to, like, moderate and make sure things work, and it just seems like more t- like more of a hassle than it's worth. Um, And they I f- I haven't like really done anything... Like- I feel like there's a giant market out there for someone that can crack, like, like sure, streaming isn't super hard now, but someone that can make it, like, dead simple, easy, work all the time, make it an amazing interface. Like, there's a market out there for that. I, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's just, it's just the interface. Like, that's the biggest fucking issue with both of these, like, both with, with Twitch and YouTube. It's, like, just such a fucking, it doesn't seem like it should be as hard as it is. Um, and just all, all the odds and ends to getting streaming set up. Like the one thing that the PS4 and I guess the Xbox does right is just like getting your shit out there is pretty easy. You know, it's easier than using like OBS. Like, holy shit, that thing is a nightmare. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's this new thing. The only real benefit I guess it offers is the integration with the, with YouTube. So you can kind of save broadcasts as videos, I guess. It uh, it I mean, it takes one step out of the way because before a lot of Twitch streamers would have to t- put it up on YouTube anyway, and uh, now it's just there. Yeah, I mean, of course. That being said, I don't think it does it automatically. I think you have to like, you know, say yes after it or something like that, because otherwise, that's a shit ton of time to be like stored or a lot of video to be stored. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's okay. It's just okay, but the standards are so fucking low. And it just it's it just met the standards. <laughs> Great. You know what didn't meet standards, Peter? What? Jurassic what? Park the game. What? Tell me about this game. It's a game by the chuckle fucks at Telltale. Chuckle fucks. <laughs> but there's but they're still cuz their their jank ass engine just doesn't cut it, and somehow it didn't cut it especially well in this game's release. I don't know much about this game other than it's See, like you don't a know, prequel. You don't know anything. I don't know anything. I don't. I played know the whole. He, I anything. played the whole game this weekend. <laughs> my condolences. <laughs> my condolences. Oh my god. Where to begin? You like Jurassic Park. I love Jurassic Park. It's my favorite movie. So, Jurassic Park the game. I I mean, I've written it down here, but it's a cool concept. It's uh the idea behind the game is really good. Um basically, it takes place kind of in parallel but also afterwards of the uh, first movie. Um it fills in some blanks that were left unanswered in the first movie? Unblanked? Hmm? It fills in some blanks that were left blank in the first movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were left uh, open, um, such as what happened to the shaving can and 
what do you like how did they how did the dinosaurs survive all those years until the second movie and oh how did the dinosaurs mate why did how'd that happen wait were any were any of these actual questions the the can got buried in mud the well, animal survived no, because not according to this game not according to this well, game not, not is this game this canon game. Can, do we have it um, on authority? We need to consult Michael Crichton about this and see if this is in fact canon. <laughs> Get so that I don't man know, on the phone. I don't know if it is canon. Um, typically, these telltale, telltale games are canon, but always sometimes with caveats. Like um, I know that uh, the Back to the Future Telltale game was canon, but the way they got around it was like, well, it's canon, but it's a different um you know timeline because the time the time forked or whatever i'm like well that's stupid so really it didn't happen so basically magic (laughs) so basically magic they're like well the movie timeline is this one and then the game timeline is this one so it's it's canon just it's on a different timeline because of the time forking and it's like oh god okay so basically they took a page out of miyamoto's book and used zelda's fucking lore as like a rational approach to stories in video games. You see, it's all about when uh, Doc kills Biff, and you know if he do- if he goes back in time or not, and yeah, just <laughs> sad. So wait, so then what happened to the can? How did the dinosaurs survive, and how did they reproduce, Peter? So the can, there was a Plan B, Joe. There was a Plan B. This lady went into the woods. You can't to get abort the can. a dinosaur after it's born, Peter. <laughs> well, you that's just you called might be murder. So okay. the lady in the woods. <laughs> this lady was in the woods um, when uh, was it Nedry? Dennis Nedry didn't he didn't deliver the can on time? She goes in the woods, finds his corpse eaten by the the raptors. Um, then she finds the can by doing some good, like, inductive reasoning about, okay, I see his footprints here. He fell. Okay, the can probably fell this way. Oh, I have a can here. Let me roll it. Oh, the, it rolled over here. Oh, here's the can. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, I mean, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but that's basically what starts the whole uh, storyline. And, uh, and then there's a, there's a later on in the series, in the season... In the season, the single season. Uh, single a, season. I can't we, wait for season two. Oh, man. We've been waiting for like four years. Can't wait for the next one. Kept you waiting, huh? Yeah. Um, uh, basically, there's a scientist that maybe that you meet towards the end of it that kind of explains like, you know how like they have the whole lysine contingency of like, oh, well, we have to feed them this thing or they won't have the proteins to survive for like more than a month or a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah, I remember that scene. Well, the whole thing in Jurassic Park 2 was like, wow, I guess they could live without the lysine, apparently. Well, in this game, they show that she, before she left, mixed in a ton of lysine into the water supply. So that way, that's how they survived. Okay. Yes. Into the water supply. Yep. The master water supply. At at the top of the... Oh, okay. I was about to say, it's like, aren't, aren't there natural rivers... Uh, you just climb to the top of the mountain and just bloop. I see. The, the thing is, I, I'm I'm always unsure of like, is it natural or did they make all this shit to turn it into a park? Like, is there actually a giant water supply? I don't know, but that's what they said. So 
I mean, there's probably some water supply, but it, yeah, I would wonder if they were giving it to the dinosaurs themselves. I, yeah, I don't know how running a park works. Yeah. We need to talk to a zoologist about this. I'm sure they'll know. <laughs> exactly. Uh. So, w- would you recommend people who are fans of Jurassic Park play this game? Is this worth their time? So, that's the... No. Just, just no. Um... Watch YouTube videos or something. Like, the story bits are interesting. You kind of get to see a few... Like, they explain a few things. Um, but the game is really bad. Like, the, the, and that's the disappointing thing, though, is that all the... Like, all the pieces are there. The story is interesting. I like the characters. Um, the tech isn't there, but at least it looks okay. Um, but the entire thing just is bad execution. Like, I feel like if Telltale went back and redid this game, like, did, like, a whole revamp, but, like, didn't remake it, but just took this assets and just did it over mm-hmm. with, like, the same stuff, just redo the gameplay to make it better, it could actually work. Like, it could actually be a good game because a lot of a lot of what's in The Walking Dead is in this game. Um, Does it have as many of the, like, branching story fork shit? Like, oh, the Velociraptor yeah. will remember that. Um, no. The Velociraptor <laughs> will remember that decision. Not like that. It's more so, like, there are branches, but it's not, it's not like The Walking Dead where people actually, like, it's not as, it's more action-y rather than The Walking Dead where it's, like, actually, you know, gory and cr- scary and stuff. Like, no, almost no one dies in this. Like, a few people get eaten by dinosaurs and that's about it. Um... But yeah, I just feel like they could have redone it. But this game has the worst quick time event, quick time events I've ever encountered in my entire life. Like the like, timing is just off, or just okay. One, what you're doing never matches up with what's going on screen. Like it doesn't make any goddamn sense, and it's not consistent either. Like a lot of stuff where it's like, okay, you think okay, the motion I would do to run or to jump would be the same each time. No, it's like. I never know what button's going to pop up. And then by the time it pops up, it's like gone. And then I failed and got eaten by a dinosaur. Like you have to basically memorize button sequences and it's fucking stupid. And uh, there's, there's an entire long sections where they have you pressing buttons and rolling the sticks and doing this random stuff. But it, they pop them up in such asinine ways that you could never read them in time without doing it multiple times to memorize it. And then um, their entire, like the other parts of the game, um, where you're not doing quick time events, which is, you know, when you're analyzing stuff and looking at stuff, kind of like in other Telltale games. In other mm-hmm. Telltale games, you just go up to something and you press a button, right? And you get to see what's up with it. So, yeah. This one, I, I this I have no idea who thought this was a good idea, but so when you go up to something, there's usually like a few ways that you could think of to interact with it. And this is so the, here here are the two things that I'm uh, proposing. So either you would um, walk up to something and, okay, you would walk up to a scene and maybe certain things in the scene have certain buttons associated with them. So maybe if you press X, you go over there, you press square, you go over there, you press triangle, you go over there, or you press circle, you go over there, right? Yeah. Or another option is you have a cursor and then you point your cursor at it and then you press X to go there or you point your cursor over here, you press X to go there or you point your cursor cursor here, you press X to go there. They didn't, they did neither of those. Instead, Mm. they combined them. You have to 
put your cursor on to this and then press circle or put your cursor onto this one and then press triangle or put, like it it's like so weird why do we need to like specify where what we're pointing at if then we have to spe- press a specific button anyway it just, it just sounds shitty it sounds bad it sounds fundamentally flawed it's a concept that doesn't work they should redo yeah, it they should remaster Jurassic Park the game it's really dumb and it's frustrating and that's and it wouldn't be so bad if that was like it also the button prompts are so small I can't read them so it, it it's bad enough like it, it's bad enough that they're different buttons but I can't read the buttons so they so I have to try every button every time I want to press something you <laughs> it's just it's just bad design they didn't in the they thought everyone the, was playing uh, on CRTVs. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's like I, it's bad. I have no words. All I know is I saw like one internet video of this game, and I knew what you're. I knew when I heard that you were playing it, what you were getting yourself into. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself. Yeah. The problem is I bought like all those Telltale games when they were on sale, so I just got to get through them, I guess. You're so eager to play all these Telltale games, and yet Metal Gear is still just sitting there. The thing is, Metal Gear actually requires me to think. This Telltale game, I just press buttons until I either die or don't die. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about Kojima and the meanest thing you've ever said to Telltale. <laughs> it's true, though. You know what other game requires you to think? I'm on a fucking roll here. Don't stop me. I'm on fire. Box boy. The boxiest of boys. So here's the thing, Joe. You don't actually have to think? I thought I finished Box Boy, but I didn't. That's the best. There's, I love it when that happens. There's four more secret worlds. Are they just as gnarly as some of the last levels? Yeah, I got stuck again. Great. Awesome. But yeah, credits rolled and everything, and then it's like, oh, more secret worlds. Here you go. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) This box, it makes me feel safe. (laughs) Exactly. And um, I'm just trying to figure out how many fucking Metal Gear Solid references I can just wedge into this whole fucking podcast. We're at like four right now. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, but I don't know. This The thing that amazes me about Box Boy is that it, it's not just like, well, it's a good game. And I mean, it's a Nintendo game and you can expect pretty good quality from Nintendo. But you, what you don't expect from Nintendo is a good value because typically Nintendo games are overpriced in my opinion. This game was five yes, bucks. They are. This game was five bucks, dude. I think I feel like they could have gotten away pay, uh, charging fifteen for it. Like it is a huge game. Like it has occupied so much of my time. I've been playing it for months. That's legit surprising to me because you know, yeah, just like the graphical fidelity and it being a downloadable title would w- suggested to me that that was going to be much shorter than it actually was. No, it's huge, dude. It's humongous. <laughs> yeah, it puts my five dollar downloadable Nintendo games to shame <laughs> the way you describe it so such so with such reverence and I got more costumes now I have the, the ninja costume it's just a black box with a bandana 
Yep, basically. <laughs> and and an eye like an eye slit for your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't try to be too creative. And Box boy. Okay, developer. but the final costume that I've unlocked so far, the bunny costume. Bunny. It makes you jump higher. It kind of oh, breaks that, the game. I was about to say that sounds way too useful. It's super useful. I jump over everything now. <laughs> First, you must solve this complex puzzle. Fuck it. Just jump. <laughs> Bang. Oh, well. With that being said, do you have anything more to share, Peter? Share with the class at all? Uh, I'm not leading I you. Mean, I'm just wondering. No, I mean, I went to, okay, well, I went to the uh, Renaissance Fair, and that was fun. Did you get mud slung at you? There was actually a lot of, it was pretty muddy. It had rained that morning, and just, uh, it, was, it was really muddy. I had to wash my shoes when I got home. Something about Renaissance Fairs and just absolutely muddy-ass shit just everywhere. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, everyone says, oh, when you go, because this was the first time I ever gone to a Renaissance Fair, and, and everyone always says, you got to get a turkey leg. So, okay, I got this turkey leg. It tasted great. It was a good turkey leg. But I did not anticipate how messy the turkey leg would be. Really? I feel like those things are probably the messiest fucking thing you could eat. I like, get, next, next to ribs, just lathered. Like, it's yeah. just... Yeah. Well, they give you, like, napkins and, like, covered in foil, but even with the foil, it was dripping out of the foil, and it got all over my pants and my shoe, and, like, it got, my face. It just looked like I was in a, like you know, medieval times, like You're grease just all over savage. my face. Just exactly, because you can't... I tried to be dainty with it, but you can't be dainty with it. You just got to go in. You just got to go for it, and it gets everywhere. Luckily, I found a bathroom um, that had sinks, because there's other... There were portal potties everywhere. I was like, shit, I can't... I can't do this, but then I found the bathroom with the sink, and I washed my hands and my face. I'm like, okay, this is better. And just imagine you in the bathroom saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> Wash it away. Wash away the sin. Uh, and then I ate a pickle, and then we left. That, that's, well, that's, but I saw some nights like fight. A, oh, yeah. Did they really fight, though? No, it was all acting, but it was, like, pretty... It was pretty impressive because they were actually hitting each other, but like clearly scripted hitting. And mm-hmm. they made a big deal before they started like, there will be blood and death. I was like, okay, let's see what this blood is. And luckily I was close enough that I could see them using like the trick where like they basically, he basically went up behind him and slit his throat. But in his hand, he had a blood packet that he squirted like, like it was coming out of his throat. Huh. <laughs> it, it was, it was fun. It was a fun time. I need to go to another Renaissance Fair. I haven't been to one since I was like 12 or 13. It's a lot different when you're an adult and can like drink and... Oh, yes. It's the best (laughs) part. So many things change when you become older or old enough to drink. And it's like, oh, I now understand the appeal. (laughs) I understand the appeal of being drunk and walking around and looking at weirdos. It's great. Basically, it's fucking great. Oh, well, then with that being said, I guess we'll head into news um, and we can try to keep this short because unless we want my parents to join us on the podcast, we're going to need to be wrapped up by nine. Oh, boy. But there's nothing too big here, so we can just kind of go through the paces. Did I put all these up here? I forgot putting all of these up here. No, I put put more than half of them up. 
Okay, good. I was dumb for a second. I couldn't remember. <laughs> um, we'll just go down the list. Lost Swords, Peter. It's gonna be yeah. It's a great sh- game. Down. It's a fantastic game. No, it fucking sucks. But I have all the trophies, so I don't care if it gets shut down. <laughs> well, that- um, <laughs> I mean, it's an end of an era, Joe. Think of all the weeks that we had our like check in with Lost Swords. Uh, at some point over the winter, they just gave up. Like you know how like it was weekly they were making these updates and like scantily clad outfits they're, they're trying to sell you. Oh, well, now, do I? At, <laughs> at some point they just stopped making those and was like, well, I guess we're fucked. And the unlike worst part, these digital women, yeah, because they're fake. <laughs> Stop and, looking at them. Oh, uh, and the worst part is. That there are people that have probably bought all those outfits that they spent hundreds of dollars on, and now they're taking the servers down, and they'll never see the outfits again. Fucking serves them right, like Jesus. <laughs> like I don't even care. I'm not even mad. Maybe a little bit. I missed the updates. I missed how like absolutely gross they would get. Yeah, they were so desperate to make money. Like it was such a cash grab. Uh, more they like even an ass said- grab. Oh, yeah. Like, they even said when it came out that the game was not a skill-based game at all, that it was all, like, credit-based. Like, they made it so that way it was unfair, so that way you would pay money to make it easier. They played us all like a damn fiddle. Exactly. Reference number five. (laughs) Well, then moving on, Harmonix joins the Fig Advisory Board. Yeah, they joined it. Do you know what Fig is, Joe? Fig is like a Kickstarter for video games. Yes. But but, but you have the opportunity to actually invest in it and get return a return on it. So basically now Harmonix is in bed with Fig. Yeah, which um it's not too surprising cuz now they're independent, like they're not they haven't been owned by EA in a quite a few years and they've had some success on Kickstarter and I bet and you know, with the types of games they make, they need a lot of money. Like, I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, the new rock band's coming out. Like, there must be all these cool art. Like, the thing is, most of those uh, artists that they've gotten on the new rock band aren't huge. And that's because they've had a lot more difficulty getting songs because they don't have as much money now as they used to because they aren't owned by EA. So I think any way that harmonics can get investors is appealing to them. So. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, in, I mean, it, it makes sense, as you said. I have nothing really to add on the whole it's just harmonics interesting. Fig. I kind of, I want to see where this fig thing goes. Um, as it is now, only like legitimate investors can do it, which it's kind of, it's kind of limiting in that you can't really invest in it unless you like literally have a million dollars or make $200,000 a year, which I, I do neither of those things. But I think they're making the barrier to entry easier once some new like government stuff happens, like new laws are getting passed about it, and soon yeah. more people will be able to make investments. Like I fucking would be interested keeping in us actually down. trying... What? I just said it was the fucking man keeping us down. Yeah. The regulations and shit. Yeah, what the fuck, man? But um, yeah. Jesus I, Christ, in- Hillary. <laughs> She's all about the corporations. That's why we all need to follow Bernie Sanders. Um, yeah, all, the all hail Bernie Sanders. 
Free <laughs> everything. Just, don't everything think about is it. Free. free everything. Just don't think about how we'll pay just, for it. Free <laughs> everything. Have we just become circle jerk? <laughs> uh, just, let's just, uh, let's, but yeah, this fixed yeah, it. I, I would be interested in seeing where this goes because I think it'd be cool to actually invest in a game if and, in, and if it did well, actually make money off of it. That'd be kind of cool, though. I bet that most of those won't make that much money. It'll just be every game will be like funded by Notch. That's just how <laughs> this is going, man. Now that that just makes me want Notch to fund uh, Psychonauts too. I still feel like he could. I mean, he I totally understand. could. Yeah, like He's I got I, billions. I, the whole reason why he pulled out was because oh yeah, that's actually more money than I anticipated. It's like how much did you think? Because he's used to making small ass Java shit. I was about to say, I feel like a lot of developers or people in general underestimate the need for a marketing budget because everyone's like, "Oh no, the marketing budget is too big." And I'm like, "Guess what? Witcher Three would would have sold like shit if it didn't have as large of a marketing budget as it was." Like, totally, it wasn't your goodwill and word of mouth that sold that game. It was, <laughs> oh yeah, also we can advertise in commercials now. But that's just me. Yeah, cynical me. You, but, you know what else has know, a big budget? Oh, oh shit! What? Was Boba that Fett? where you were going? What? <laughs> Boba Fett. Uh, Boba Fett has a very big budget, the biggest of budgets. Yeah, it's huge. You ever seen that ship? It's fucking green. That 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 paint ain't cheap. I mean, I wonder if he's ever afraid of it going off, like accidentally. He probably just I mean, thinks about Tusken probably. Raiders to just like keep it in check. <laughs> um, <laughs> Battle Battle Battlefront Beta is is going to be out in October. Yeah. What's the conditions on this, Peter? I think as long as you pre-order the game, you're in. Fuck! I need to pre-order the game. Maybe. <laughs> I was hope so. Like, yeah, it was either Fallout or Battlefront that was going to be like. Me asking my parents, yeah, birthday present. All I want is one of these things. Like, that's it. Like, don't give me more money. And then they give me more money. I'm like, stop. I have an alcohol <laughs> problem. Stop. <laughs> Mom, dad, enablers. All right. Well, that, you know, like when late October, early October, all October. They haven't really said. Great. They what say, a, what okay, okay. Early. Early October. This news story says early October. It doesn't say a date, just early October. So that's soon. That's really soon. So soon. It's like, oh, video games are here again. I'm so happy. Uh, Legit. But kid in a candy store. <laughs> You're going to have a be in a candy coma soon. For how long? Well, until you want to pay, because apparently, God damn it. Grand, apparent, not Grand Theft Auto. Apparently, Metal Gear Solid Five has microtransactions. Explain these microtransactions to me, Joe. So yeah, it's a convoluted bullshit. So there are forward. There are so how do I describe it? In the game, you have Mother Base, uh, a base that you can upgrade and control. And store supplies on. And everyone gets a mother base, but then you can have what are called forward operations bases, which function the same, but 
they now let you do more. So the interesting thing about Metal Gear Solid is when you're researching shit or deploying people on missions, the missions complete in real time. So it'll be like 15 minutes. So you have to wait for 15 minutes for it to complete. And you can only ever run two missions at once. Having an additional forward operation base will allow you to deploy more people on more missions. So you can now run instead like four missions in parallel. How do you get more forward operation bases? You buy them. How do you buy them? With forward operation base bucks? I don't fucking know. You have to pay money for it, though. And it's really fucking expensive. It's really fucking stupid. And it just incites a little bit of rage with people on the internet. And it's kind of a big deal. Kind of. Because this game is... Yeah, that's just what makes it weird about this, is that it would have those kind of, like, time limit hooks where you have to wait to get shit. You know, it's kind of like what Dead Space 3 did with the gathering resources nonsense. It's In fact, it's identical to that. So, I don't know. It, 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 it came as a surprise because when the game was being released, they made it seem like you could acquire these um, forward operation bucks. And it turned out that you could not, in fact, acquire them in-game. You had to spend actual physical money on them. So, yeah, it's just it's just kind of enraged the internet a bit. And, yeah, it, it's, it was just really surprising when the game came out, and that was the case. So, yeah, that's that thing with Metal Gear Solid. That's a thing. Yeah, and Nintendo had some things this week. Yeah, they are releasing a new Nintendo 3DS. Wait, I thought they already did. They're releasing it again, but smaller. <gasps> oh, because they didn't release the other model in America, but everywhere else except for America, but now they decided to release it here, but in America, for, but for only for one way that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yay, they don't. They still think we're probably, oh, we're all, well, we are all kind of obese assholes, but I'm not. So Not me. <laughs> so the thing is, uh, the new Nintendo 3DS regular size version, which is bigger than the old 3DS, but still smaller than the, new, the XL, is coming to America, but only in one model. There's only one model of it that will be there, and it's going to be bundled with the new Animal Crossing game, and that's the only way you're going to be able to get it. And it Great. Has Cannot a, fucking wait. And it's themed to look like Animal Crossing, so unless you love Animal Crossing, there's no reason to buy it. Fucking love Animal Crossing. <laughs> Can't get enough of those animals. Yeah. Oh, that raccoon. He just is a fucking hoot. See, I'd like it if the faceplate on it was a raccoon, but it's the fucking dog that I keep saying. I don't understand why they think You mean love. the poodle stylist? St- no, stylist. The, one that, like, the one that, like, is in... Like in everything in Mario Kart, like the one that's like uh, the one that in uh, New Leaf, like basically introduces you to the town. They think that everyone fucking loves that dog, and I'm like, no, we don't give a fuck. We want n- no. Oh, that that dog looks annoying as shit. Yeah. Holy hell, fuck. That's yeah. That's dumb as shit. Yeah. This is so dumb. Everything is dumb. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's the only way you're going to be able to get it. Uh, and someone tried to explain to me why that why that is. 
Uh, basically, their explanation is, well, the smaller DS lets you customize the the faceplates, and in Animal Crossing, you were customizing things, so anyone that would want to buy Animal Crossing would probably want to customize a faceplate. Oh, God, sure. It's that kind of... It's that kind of dumb thinking where it's like, girls don't play games, so we made this game easy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so girls would play this game. It's like, yeah, that's not a generalization at all. Yeah. Fuckheads. But uh, in better news, Pikmin 4. It's in development. Apparently. they made like, Very the, close. They're keeping it a big secret for some reason. <laughs> kept you waiting uh i've already done that one the thing is they haven't kept us waiting i mean after so the thing is when they announced this i was like wait really like for real like because there was a 10 year gap between pikmin 2 and 3 and then it's only been it's been less than two years since pikmin 3 came out yeah the way miyamoto built it was he says oh yeah the pikmin teams are always working on the next one uh no i guess well that's what i'm reading from this story he said that they're working on the net. Like, I think the implication was by the time they were wrapping up three, they already had their sights on four and, and developing that. And I was going to say, that's what I think happened. What I bet happened is that, um, you know, when Pikmin 3 came out, it, it had already been delayed for a while and the Wii U was in trouble. So I bet you they rushed out what they had and then Pikmin 4 is just like, the second half of Pikmin 3 that they couldn't finish in time. Yes. Yeah, and there well, he was also, he played it coy with the uh, interviewers with regards to Pikmin 4 as to what platform it would come on. Oh, yeah, of course. Which I, I know the NX is a while away, so that, you know, it's still very possible that that's, it's still going to be on the Wii U, but who knows at this point, um, knowing Nintendo's timeline and just you, how you shit know, goes. You know, you know what I bet it's going to be on? Uh, no, I don't actually know. I bet it's going to be on 3DS. Yeah, I'm actually surprised they haven't done anything with a mobile Pikmin game. I mean, I guess that's a lot of Pikmin to render, but... Yeah, but they could do it. Um, Just, I don't see them making big Wii U games anymore. They just don't sell. I mean, they don't, their Wii U games don't sell because... The Wii U didn't sell. Exactly. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, even Splatoon, it sold really well, but it sold really well for a Wii U game. Right. Their games always do well in relation to... Uh, to it, It's always... Their proportions are always very good, but for a proportion to represent good sales, you have to have good sales on a console. Exactly. And, yeah. Like, I think the last number I heard was like, oh, Splatoon sold a million. And that's like a big achievement for the Wii U. But any other pl- any other uh, platform would be like upset. Like, remember, like Tomb Raider sold like five million and Square Enix was like, oh, we thought we were going to sell eight. <laughs> yeah. Not every franchise can have a bunch of like mouth breathing fans just <laughs> fucking eating your shit up all the time. Square. Yep. Not every game can be fucking Final Fantasy and sell because God knows why. God knows why. <laughs> Peter, are you ready for Rocket League to become toxic? It's toxic. Ready for You're it to toxic. become a, another cesspool of the internet? To fucking just attract the worst kinds of people? 
I've been ready. I mean, they already had Team Fat, so. I mean, we all have a little bit of Team Fat inside all of us. Yeah, I ate a ton of Chicken Alfredo just before this podcast. It was so good. I can imagine. Sounds good. I had free ice cream today on campus because they were passing it out. But that's aside the point. The point is Rocket League has been approved for a, a, I guess, their season one or by approved MLG has adopted them as a game to play for a season. So that's cool. Yeah. I'm not too surprised. I mean, it seemed like that was going to happen. Makes me curious what region will do best in it. You know? Oh, yeah. See, I don't, like, I don't know enough about the Rocket Rocket League scene to know if, like, foreigners are getting good at it or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was free on PlayStation Plus, but was that exclusive to North America? Does Europe have different PlayStation Pluses? Yeah, every region has different PlayStation Plus deals, and actually a lot of people in America get mad because Europe sometimes has better deals than we do. I mean, and vice versa. You know, it's all relative. Yeah, exactly. But, so yeah, so that's that's like the only thing I care about in knowing like how this goes down or how this plays out. Uh, you just want America to win. I just want America to be good again, Peter. <laughs> I just we can be great, <laughs> but first we need to get good at video games, <laughs> yeah. and then it'll all just get better from there. It starts from there, <laughs> it then it works into the economy, and then it works into. <laughs> The legislature. Where would we be without video games? Nothing. That's what we would be. <laughs> Can you imagine a life without video games? I can't. Feel Fucking like cry. it'd be a lot of. You know what? I'd probably watch a ton more TV then. I would watch so much more TV. <laughs> I drink a lot more. Oh no! Oh, yeah, you know me what? Too. I oh shit. Oh god, we're wrecked. <laughs> So, you got any more news, Peter? Oh, I have a quick Amiibo news thing. Um, well, right. first of all, new Keep- Amiibos are coming out on Friday. I'm kind of... I, I've, I'm in a predicament. In a okay. predicament. Uh, so, Target is limiting it to two of each Amiibo per customer, which that's good. That's That's the best they've ever done, so... But Best Buy is limiting it to one of each Amiibo per customer, but I get 20% off at Best Buy. So I'm like, do I go to Target and pay more, but potentially have a better chance of getting what I want? Or going to Best Buy and paying less, but I can only get one of each when there's some that I want two of? Do both. You're paying more money. You can't do both, Joe. You can't do both. No, I mean, do both as in go to Target and get two, because you're still, you're paying more money for Target overall but you're getting more value because once they're gone at Best Buy, like you're going to, you would have to go to secondhand market yeah. and you're, that's when you're paying more. So basically it's, it's opportunity cost, Peter. It's basic economics, basic economics. Oh my God. Okay. Basic. The most basic, the most basic and the best I mean, part. John, John Hogue may have not passed economics, <laughs> but <laughs> God damn it, Peter. I know you could have oh, or did. So- I mean, I passed it. Yes. Um. Yeah, and then right after that, I have a cookout at work. So basically, nothing is going to happen on Friday. I'm going to get no work done. That that's a good way to be. That's <laughs> it's, it's a good way to be. That's a good Friday. 
It is yes. a Good Friday. And Not then, the Good Friday, but a Good Friday. Oh, so this is surprise news, Joe. I, this is breaking news. I just saw this. You got three minutes. Let's go. Um, so Nintendo, we already know Nintendo is launching the Animal Crossing Amiibo cards, but they've gone a step further. They have launched a website that lets you manage your Amiibo card collection. Yep, that sounds like a thing Nintendo would do. Like, that's so random. Who at Nintendo was like, you know what? Let's well, get this 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 team together. You're the Amiibo card people. Wait, we're supposed to launch a new console? No, no, no. We don't have time for that. Get these cards out. <laughs> Let's put them on the website. Well, you see, people who play Animal Crossing like to collect things. So naturally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Funny tidbits. Well, with that being said... You've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. You can follow us on Twitter and also friend us on various consoles. Our handles will be in the description and they will apply to the following. Peter can be found on Xbox Live and Nintendo's thing. Um, We can both be found on Steam. We can also both be found on PSN. Visit our website, ZucchiniThumbs.com, where you'll find a link to our YouTube channel and our iTunes page. Please like and subscribe and rate and whatever bullshit. Also, need, send us we emails. Need more reviews. We need more reviews. We always that's the offer still on the table, guys. Twenty bucks of value of entertainment that we will provide to you of your choosing. Just name it and make sure it doesn't cost too much because twenty dollars is this is our limit. Literally, uh, the longer you take, the less you get because of inflation. And a puppy dies. <laughs> Peter kills a puppy. No, he does not. That's horrible. Um, also, send us emails, zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. Uh, it can be about anything, and I generally will not read bullshit, but Peter might. So do that. It's a fun time. It's always a fun time. With that being said, you've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamer Say. Thank you much for... Thank you much. Thank you much for listening. Have a wonderful week evening life whatever thank you everybody and joe did you don't stop recording fuck